The following is a Poppy Chulo Radio original program. and personal with some of your favorite female porn stars on In Bed with Poppy Chulo. Created by Poppy Chulo, In Bed showcases exclusive interviews with the adult industry's most popular female performers. Here's your host, Poppy Chulo. Welcome to In Bed with Poppy Chulo. Today is Wednesday, April 29th. 2015. Listeners, please welcome our special guest, fan favorite porn performer, Kimmy Lee. Welcome to the show, Kimmy. What? <laughs> What's up, bitches? <laughs> How are you, Poppy Jewel? Fantastic. And you, Kimmy? I'm good. I'm good. That's good to hear. I'm certainly excited to have you on, to get the chance to pick your brain, to chat about uh, fun, sexy, and dirty stuff. That, that's all I know. Sounds good. I'm a sexual demon. That's that's right up my alley. Fantastic. I'm just going to talk to you, too. Awesome. I'm glad to hear that. So let's step into the boudoir, and let's uh, get your physical stats. What's your height? I four. What's your weight? Weight, 125. Your measurements? I'm a 36D. I got 26 waist and like a 37 hip. Not bad. Mm -hmm. And uh, what's your ethnicity? I am Vietnamese, Chinese, and French. That's quite the mix. Yeah. It's like the United Nations. Absolutely. (laughs) Of sex. No, let me stop. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so whatever. Exactly. Fucking. (laughs) And what's your zodiac sign? I'm a Pisces. Awesome. Happy belated-ish birthday. Thank you. Thank you. Kind of. It's like March 16th. Like uh, six weeks removed, right? There you go. Exactly. Good stuff. Yeah. So I want to get to know the woman behind the performer. Where are you originally from? I grew up in Compton, California. Hmm? Very cool. Born and raised little hood rat. So, um, yeah, that's my hometown is L.A. There you go. And what was life like growing up for you? What were you like as a kid, as a teenager? Um, You know what? As a kid, I mean, I grew up, obviously, you know, in the hood. And it was fine. And in all honesty, I'm grateful for it. Um, you know, it was it was hard. But it um, made you appreciate simple things even more. Um, like... My parents put me through Catholic school, which is probably the worst thing they ever done, because it's true, Catholic school kids are terrible. So we borrowed dresses to go to, like, good schools and um, about that. And then I left home at, like, really early at 15, because, you know, my parents were really strict. And it's crazy. I mean, that's to prove a point. I left home, moved in with a really a much older guy. and But that's since I was pretty damn street smart so you know and book smart carried over and 
I went put myself in college, and at that time, and I put myself to school through UCLA. Got my bio major, hated it, but it was like my big F you, my parents, like, hey, I, was, I didn't need you. And after that, in that process, I did get into the industry, you know, briefly, but like at the time I was like, I'm not mentally prepared. So I did, I did shoot porn, you know, like, like 10 years ago, like nine years ago and, um, Got out of it real quick and then was doing, uh, went back to culinary school because that's kind of like my passion. But during that time, I was I'm, I was always in the adult industry. I was either stripping or whatever. So on the side, I just kind of needed that, like, I'm kind of Jekyll and Hyde, you know? I like this, but I like that. So, you know, there's like two sides of me mm-hmm. naturally. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Very cool. So. Yeah, I'm like a dork. I'm a dork. I love like Lord of the Rings and dorky shit. But hey, I like BDSM as everybody knows, and sex and dirty, dirty awesomeness. <laughs> which is what? fantastic, and we approve. Which of. is which? <laughs> but there you go. But never left my system. Sounds good. So, in total, how long would you say you've been in the industry? Like the adult industry? Yeah. Probably 11 years. Yeah. 11 years. Yeah. It wasn't, not saying it wasn't porn, it was in the adult industry. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Yeah. And mm-hmm. as an actor performer, how long have you been doing porn? Um, two years. Okay. Two years back and by a year, a long time ago. So three years. Yeah. What was that first day on a porn set like for you? What was that experience like? Were you nervous, excited, scared? You know, I'm, I wasn't uncomfortable. I was just like, well, you know, being, being like 18 and a porn set. Yeah. It's a little scary, but it was really exciting because I was very sexual. So it didn't bother me. I am naturally camera shy. And so that was the only kind of hesitancy towards it. I'm like, okay, I just got used to having a camera. But after that first shoot, it was like, okay, you kind of, you know, break that seal and, you know, it's all good. Mm -hmm. But that was just my experience. Okay. Mm -hmm. And uh, how exactly did you get in the business the first time around? Um, I had new girls who were working at, clubs and I knew girls that were dabbling in it and I was like huh you know I think I could do that obviously there's a reputation that goes with it and I was like you know what I'm kind of at that point I've always been kind of like that rogue person I don't give a shit what people think so um I just tried it I got an agent and in literally the next day I was shooting for like reality kings and the first month, it was crazy. I shot, like, 20 scenes. So, yeah. It was, it was fun, though. You know? Absolutely. It was fun. It was just... Um, when you're a kid, it's a little different. Being older, it's... You know, your mindset's a little different. But for me, it's... Yeah, like I said, I was always just a very sexual, sexually open person. Socially, not so much. But, like, sexually, it was great. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So as you mentioned, you had a bit of a break from the industry to fulfill some mm-hmm. personal goals. Yeah. The transition back into the industry, 
what was that like for you? Was it difficult? Was it smooth sailing? It was. Um, I had grown up in California, and I had battled like addiction for a long time. So I just keeping it real, you know, it's no mm-hmm. joke. And then I cleaned up, and I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm moving to Florida. So I was literally packed my shit and drove to Florida. And Florida is a great place to get started back in the industry because it's a good, you know, all the all the big companies are out here, but it's a good place to get started. And then people eventually drift back to California. So if you talk to a lot of people in the industry, they, especially on the East Coast, they went back into it or started back in Florida because that's only the other state that really does porn other than Vegas. So I was just in my job and I'm like, I've just been doing this for eight years and I'm like, I'm kind of burns the churn and burn and I wasn't, you know, dancing anymore and doing that. And I was like, fuck it, you know? So, and I just kind of came back and it's been pretty cool ever since for me to still do it two years later, full time, you know? So that was that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. A name in the adult industry is very important, I always like to say. You got to pick the right right name. You got to pick a name that's catchy, that, uh, you know, the fans can instantly associate with you and sort of fits your style and that kind of thing. So, my question for you is How do I get my name? Exactly. (laughs) You're like a a Um, Miss Cleo. You'd read my mind. You got ESP. I know. Just call my ass Dion Warwick. Yes. <laughs> but, um, I, you know, it's funny. I didn't give too much thought into it because I got back into webcamming because I, I was working a regular job. So I didn't want to, when I moved to Florida for like three, four months, I was cooking at a restaurant. And I was like, oh, I'll webcam on the side. And I'm like, well, I'm Asian. I know. I didn't, I didn't put any thought into it. Lee. And then, Kimmy is not really far from my real name, actually. So I was like, all right, fuck it. But then, you know, when you get into it, the name the name kind of stuck real quick. And I'm like, well, I can't really go back and change it. So I'm like, I'm, I wish I could name, go back and name myself like Java Mocha or something. <laughs> no, it's, you know, I would have. I'm sorry, that's not so exciting. But yeah. So. I approve. I'm, okay. Hmm? And that's what's but, important. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's break a porn scene down. In a scene, okay. what's your most favorite thing to do? Oral, vag, or anal? I love... Actually, I love anal, to be honest. Um, I love it. Um, I have yet to do a DPN cam, so that's kind of like my next thing. But I um, nice. did it in my personal life. So, I, I do. I actually love... Talking cock, and if any of my viewers know, I do enjoy it because I love seeing, even though it's for work, I love seeing somebody else get off. That gets me off, you know. So I would say oral and anal, anal's up there. Oral, I, anal, oral, and badge. There you go. Kimmy Lee is a head doctor. I am a head doctor. <laughs> She's got a PhD and PhDs. I know. Yeah, that's yeah. a lot of dick. And I, I genuinely enjoy it. And I think, you know, for all those women out there, the women that aren't in the street, seriously, if you don't suck your guy's dick, somebody else will, and that's why they cheat on you. <laughs> Sorry. Hate to say it. Hmm? 
You mentioned DPs. To the, yeah. So, so my question, well, wait, uh, were you finished? I, I don't want to interrupt. Oh, so for the ladies, really, don't be sudden uptight, bitch. You know? And it goes the right way. So the guy doesn't want to go down. It's the same thing, you know? Just be open and know that it's about pleasing your partner as well. You get pleased, but it, you give what you get, you know? I like it. Hashtag life advice with Kimmy Lee. There you go. <laughs> Sounds good. Now, you mentioned DPs. You said you haven't mm -hmm. done it on film yet, so Not I want to pick your brain. What would be mm -hmm. your fantasy DP on film? Who would the two on performers film, be? Honestly, it would be um, with Kink, because everybody knows I do a lot of Kink. So nice. I'm actually going out there working with them next month. So for the first time in like 10 years. Uh, who would it be with? Hmm... That's a good question. These are a lot of people. Um, I hate I hate to say it, but it's um. There are some people I enjoy. Probably with Ike Diesel and I'm trying to think, maybe John Strong, if in the okay. industry because they're just or Rod Piper. I don't. I know they don't shoot. He doesn't shoot for kink. He did recently. That. Huh? He has, if I'm not mistaken. I believe he recently he really? shot something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but I've shot with him a lot of times, and he's great. He's actually really professional and great. And, you know, it's uh, as male talent. Um, it's tough. It's a tough business. So I always say, you know, kudos to male talent, you know, because it's actually a hard job. And yeah. I don't think so. He yeah. recently shot for Sex and Submission, so uh, you might be able to right. get that chance. Yeah, no, he's awesome. Mm-hmm. Very cool. So, continuing talking about a uh, porn scene, in a scene, what's your favorite sexual position, and does that differ from your favorite position off camera? Um, on scene, I'm a I'm a doggy girl. Um, off scene at home, it's almost the same. The only difference is obviously when you shoot. Even though the positions are great, you're shooting for the camera. So your bottle, your body's totally angled differently, but at home, you're not, so you get deeper penetration at home, because you're not shooting against an angle. So, a lot of people don't know that, but yeah, you're not, porn sex is totally different from regular sex. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. As people should know. Mm -hmm. Definitely. And of course, we all know how a scene ends with the pop shots. Mm -hmm. So where do you mm -hmm. prefer the pop to land? I actually, I'm a swallower, um, so I'm, yeah, I'm a facial girl, huh? Not bad. Yeah, in my mouth, and I like to swallow, so spitters or quitters. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you know? <laughs> How would you describe your fuck style? My fuck style, it's not very white in the background. My fuck style is definitely more, um... I like eye contact, I like the dirty talk, and I like it just, yeah, I like slow, but I'm more of a, I'm, I like a little, I like to get roughed up. So, awesome. There you go. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You take it as well as you give it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Sounds good. But I'm, my whole thing is with sex, you have to respect, you know, the other person's limitations. If they don't 
because my stuff's all over the place. I do a lot of fetish. I do, mm-hmm. you know, regular porn. And if they don't like this, then I'm not going to, like I said, it's all about, like, you know, giving and receiving. If your partner's not comfortable with your stuff, then it's not going to be enjoyable. You know? And I'll, and then in the end, you want, even in this scene, you want everybody to be comfortable. You know? Yeah. Because off the bat, because I've had scenes where there's no chemistry, but, you know, okay. And it makes it really boring. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about some of your more recent projects. Recently-ish, mm-hmm. you had sex on the Bang Bus. So, I'm kind of curious to ask, what's it like to have sex on the Bang Bus? They're actually really fun to shoot for. Um, they're great. They're really cool guys, and obviously you're doing it in public, so, you know, it's not something to be shy about, but yeah, it was the first time I got filmed in a car in public driving around Miami. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. How much fun is it to, to be in those dancing bear scenes? What was that experience like for you? Dancing bear was, was Okay. You know, it was okay, but, like, for me, I'm I'm more comfortable in a room full of men than women. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm greedy like that. Hmm? We'll be talking about that uh, in a little like... bit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's all right. No complaints, you know? And another public-ish type of scene was in the VIP. What was right. that experience like? And the VIP was fun. It was, like, all shot at the Hard Rock, you know. But I've done it two or three times. And um, it's actually, like, a really fun vibe if everybody's totally just open to it. Uh, obviously, in the VIP, when you're doing there's a lot of extras that don't do, don't ask. They're just kind of background noise. But for me, I'm just, I just want to get into it, you know. So, like I said, it's, it's who you work with. And for me, you know, I've been in it a while, and they, in, especially in Florida, they do shoot with the same people a lot. So it's comfortable. Good stuff. And mm-hmm. uh, a title that recently was released is Zero Tolerances Mothers and Brothers Orgy, where yeah. you mm-hmm. were paired up with a bunch of the top black male talent in the industry in this mm-hmm. amazing hot orgy. What was that experience like for you? Oh, it was so much fun. Um, actually, Zill Collins is one of my favorite companies to work with. Every time I'm in L.A., I do shoot with them. Um, they're super chill, super laid back. And they had Joe Von Jordan, Snoop Dogg, Mike, Michael, Michael Sean, Sean Michaels, which I did, I, he, he literally fucked me. And I did the sign of the cross because obviously he's an industry original. He's been doing it for 20, 30 Legend. years. Yeah, he's a legend, and he just started laughing. <laughs> I was trying to cross my pussy was annoyed by Shawn Michaels. Because <laughs> there you go. That's one know? way of putting it. And, yeah. It, and it was he, blessed he was by Shawn Michaels. Yeah, and you know what? He's did it, and he just knows how to do it. You know? No wonder he's still, like, a strong force in the industry. Yeah. He just knows how to handle plus years later. He just knows how to handle talent, you know? And not everybody could do it. I believe it. Speaking of performers, just performers in general, overall, who have been some of your most favorite performers to work with? Like, recently? 
or just um, recently? I love, or I love Nadia's overall? style. Mm-hmm. Danica Dillon's really fun to work with. Um, Holly Michaels is fun. Holly, no, Holly Hart is fun to work with. As women, um, men, like I said, Rod's fun to work with. Um, Ike's fun to work with. And oh, I'm trying to think. Oh, well. Um, Adriano is fun to work with. And I've worked with her a couple times. Mike Adriano. Good stuff. Is there mm-hmm. a performer out there that you haven't worked with yet that's on your must-do list? I would love to work with uh, Adriana Tetchik. And, nice. Um, yeah, because she's dirty and I like her style. And women, quite Carmen Cara. Yeah. Um, men, trying to think. I have to get back to you on that. <laughs> because, you know, you work with a lot of male talent. Um, for me, personally, um, I worked well with Tony Ronzano because he just loves it. He just genuinely loves it. And just random guys you just have automatic chemistry with. So, I got to think about that one. I got to go back in my porn archives for that. I'm trying to think if you've done a scene with Carlo Carrera. Oh, Manuel? No, Carlo Carrera. Carrera. I've done with Miguel for it. Miguel something. Manuel Ferrara. Manuel Ferrara, I've done. Um, no, but I, I don't think you've other. done a scene with Carlo Carrera. Like that would be not. a good scene for. He does a lot with Kink, and he does. He's done like their their gang bangs as well as the upper floor. Yeah. I think Kimmy Lee yeah. and the upper floor with Carlo Carrera would be good. I think so and I'm all for a gang bang. I mean, I'm shooting for them next month but um, not a gang bang but I'm all for it. Sounds so, good. Yeah. Are there any performers in the industry that you look up to whose career trajectory you respect and you hope to achieve similar heights? Um, Honestly... I mean, kicking it old school, not old school, but I just, I love, not that I'm in porn full time. I respect Jenna Hayes' career, Mm -hmm. you know, because she was like, okay, she did it. She threw herself into it. And yeah, yeah, she wasn't like really in the kink stuff, but she was totally like, okay, I'm throwing myself into this. And it's like balls off the walls, no limits. And just let yourself go. And I totally respect that as a performer. Even though, like, I'm not 100% into everything you do. You know? But I'm into, like, dedication. Like, even James Dean, I've worked with him. And it's just, like, I respect that. You know? Even though I'm into, like, kink. Does that make sense? Yeah, Like, does, people absolutely. that just totally commit themselves to... Even if it's, like, one genre. But they do it really fucking well. And it's just like, okay, and there's like, I'm going to expand whatever I can expand, you know, with my stuff and just push myself, you know? And I know it's sex and people think it's kind of like, okay, this is fucking, but no. It's like if you could keep your name for that long, for like years and years, and still bring something new new to the table, great. Because I don't think a lot of people can do that, you know? Like you don't want to just be known as, oh, I'm an anal queen or I just do this and I do that, you know? To be multi-dimensional in one genre is very respectful in this industry. I like that. Sounds good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you watch your own scenes or films? Is that something you try to do, or are you the type that doesn't like to watch yourself? I don't. Okay. I don't watch it, to be honest. Um, 
my fucking style is my natural fucking style. I know what it's like, so I don't need to comment that. So I'll watch it honestly for like, I'll be like, oh, the acting part, which is not really, you know, a lot of people don't act watch it for that. But I'm like, okay, I'll watch that, but I won't watch myself fucking. Mm-hmm. Because it's generally something I'm okay with, and that's how I kind of am in my real life. So, what's the point? Exactly. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. As you mentioned, as you've been mentioning throughout the interview, you are filming a lot of fetish content, and you've been doing mm-hmm. that for your fetish clips for sale store. So my question mm-hmm. for you is, what types of fetishes do you enjoy playing with on um, film? I'll be honest, I do a lot of BDSM. I dom, but I'm a natural submissive as okay. well. I'm sorry for all my little dom nuts. Uh, you know, I know a lot of them got like well you know you do both and i'm a switch i'm naturally this is kind of my lifestyle so you know as those that don't all know i'm i'm a switch so that's kind of what i'm really into you know can i do i do go to la and do regular porn yes you know and i love that too but yeah i'm more into the kink as everybody knows so there you go that's kind of what i do a lot of out here very cool. Which acts do you like uh, performing on film the most? Out of, as far as like fetish uh, fetishes. Fetish, I honestly love like being um, submissive and being tied up and kind of thrown around like a little monkey, sex monkey. But yeah, that's that's kind of my thing, you know. Um, obviously, when you're you do dom, you do a lot of femdom. So yeah, I enjoy I enjoy it too. You know, I enjoy the aspect, but it's not sexual. It's about the control when it comes to domination, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, you're not necessarily getting off. I, I'm wearing a strap-on, you know? So it's like, I don't really get off on wearing a strap-on, but I mentally get off. But if you're saying physically and mentally, it's unsubmissive. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Right. We need to get you on... Uh kink.com's Divine Bitches. I'm, that's a plan. <laughs> Sounds good. Mm-hmm. We need to, like, get you, like, a checklist. You're like, okay, I, I need to do this one, that one, and the other one. Make your way around the kink.com oh, website. I, I have. I am. I am going to next month, so surprises await. So I'll be all over the place. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Sounds exciting. Mm-hmm. So let's head under the covers with Kimmy Lee, and let's talk about what really goes down on set. And... The first okay. question in this set of questions is, uh, who has possessed the biggest dick that you've had to take on in a scene? Okay. Um, honestly, surprisingly, I know I fucked Mand- Mandingo and all those like big cough person, but to this day, thickest wise, Joe and Jordan. He's like a Coke can. <laughs> <laughs> and he's new, but it's just like the girth and like, I'm sorry, my vaginas, yeah, Asian, sorry, small vagina, <laughs> but I was working with, you know, girls that are, like, just used to it, and they're like, holy shit, I worked Danica on that orgy set, and she's like, holy shit, you have a big fucking dick, and I love you, Jovan, if you're listening or not, and he recently, we recently, we text some friends, and he's like, I don't understand why girls are running away from the dick, your dick's like a fucking Coke can, it's like throwing, you know, <laughs> A basketball in a golf course, but you just get used to it. 
So don't That's get me wrong. Funny. I was totally do a scene again. But he was like, whoa, okay. <laughs> so You remembered Bert, him for the next couple days after the I shoot. remembered him for a long time oh, okay. after the shoot. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Kimmy Lee, Kimmy Lee was scenes. sitting uncomfortably. No, two, I had two scenes, and I did six BBC in one day. Oh, so wow. I was like, yeah, my vagina, had, I threw peas and took Tylenol the next day. Oh. So, <laughs> but it, it's like the kitty's fine. She bounces back. There you go. Exactly. How often do you actually come on set? How often? Um, real talk, because Kimberly's a real bitch. Um, more often no than yes, because for me, it's a mental thing. And naturally, I'm. I have to work with a person a couple times. If it's the first time, it's like, yeah, you know? So that's why I often like to work with the same male talent. Cause for me, it's, I'm naturally shy. So it's just like in that way. So it's like once the second time comes around, I'm like, all right, cool. You know? What's the most common mistake a man makes when he's fucking you? Like a regular man or a porn guy? A porn or guy or girl. Um, fucking or pre-fucking? That's a good idea. Hmm? Interesting. Yeah, fucking or pre-fucking. Um, for me, kind of it's a talent that I haven't worked with, and we're shooting the shit. Because I think you have an idea. I'm really laid back. But if you're a tool and asking me, uh, yeah, do you know who I am? Or asking me out off the bat, it's totally unprofessional. And for me, it kills the scene. I'll go through it, but like, I'm like, I don't like working with you. So when I go on a scene, I do talk to male talent. I'm like, hey, I'll shoot the breeze. Hey, I'm Kimmy. Da da da. What's your name? And just shoot the shit because even though it's a brief, like a 10 minute, you know, conversation, you kind of know what kind of person it is. 10 minutes talking to them. So I don't know. That's if that's weird. Like. I'm a, like, I'm a, like I said, I'm a really mental girl, so it's like, if you're stuck up off, offset, I can't, it's like, okay, you know, like, for me, it just kind of kills the scene, you know, so I try not to work with, but there, I mean, there are a few people, I'm not gonna mention names, but I'm just like, wow, did the douchebag factor went in, and usually when you're like that, the guy's like, all about me, 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 and I'm like, okay, whatever, you know, and he's not a giver. And I'm all about, like, I'm an equal opportunist. Like, give and get. Has Does that make there, sense? No, absolutely, it does. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Has there ever been a performer that's surprised you? And what I mean by that is, have you ever shown up for a shoot and you're like, oh, you know, this scene is probably just going to be an okay scene, and then all of a sudden mm -hmm. it ended up being, you know, an amazing fuck? Right. Yeah, there have. Um, there has a lot. You know, um, even someone like says that we all have our type of what we're attracted to. And even, it, you know, when you're in this business, you don't, it's a business. So it's like you go into it and like I said, you just, you, you disassociate and it's a business. Your body is your, your work. So you can go out and I can go out and fuck this person. Doesn't mean I have to be attracted to them mentally and physically, but 
Yeah, there are other performers that they just shock you. They're just totally opposite of what you thought. And you're like, fuck, this is great. You know? So, so you never, like, close yourself off, you know, and just keep your, your, your mind open to it, you know? And I think that's the beauty of the business. It just, even though, like, I've been it in it for a while, it just keeps, like, sexually opening myself and pushing yourself. And I, and that's what I do love about it. What's the most amount of men or women that you've had sex with at one time in a scene? Five. Okay. Five. Yeah. It's a good number. Yeah, I've done a couple orgies. Yeah. Am I limited to that? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In the industry, men are generally shaved down there. Mm-hmm. Speaking about your preferences, do you enjoy when men are shaved? Do you prefer that they would go a little bit more natural? What's your opinion you know on what? manscaping? Right now, uh, manscaping, yes. Clean shave. And I like to I like to eat ass, as you know. Mm-hmm. So, like, I prefer that groom. Please, men, if you, even the man, even not in the industry, if you want your girl to, like, lick her ass or get into that, shave it. Hmm? You don't want to floss while you're giving oral. No, and it's just not good having hair down your throat. It's just not fun as far as women. I personally, I like a little bush on the top, but obviously if you clip down, I don't like hair. And right now, this is the first time I'm actually growing out a little bush, but it's skates. And like down on the clip down where you're, you know, you get full contact. I don't have hair. So, but I like the look of a little bush. Mm-hmm. Oh. What's the most awkward thing about having sex on camera? The most awkward thing is it's a lot of stop and go, you know? And I think people don't realize that you shoot a 30-minute scene, takes four or five hours to do it, you know? And it's just your fucking stop, change positions, cue, you know? And it's not the natural flow, it's the um, editing and all that that makes it look good and smooth, but it's not even like that. In in, uh, in reality, you're getting a stop, the guy's going to do a pop, stop, he's jerking himself off, stop, okay, I'm about to come. Who, however, takes him jerking off the porn on his thing, you know, obviously if it's someone I'm okay with, like, I'll totally help you out and stuff, like if you're not a douche, you know, but a lot of girls in the industry, they'll let them just go off, jerk off until they get close, cut, play, and then it goes to editing. So a lot of people don't see that, that it's not easy, you know? I want to switch up the tone of the interview just a little bit and talk about some of the serious issues in the industry. And I want to start off Mm -hmm. with uh, the issue of condoms and STIs. A lot of casual porn watchers may see all of the condomless sex and not realize that the industry is heavily tested. Regardless of the amount Mm -hmm. and the consistency of the testing in the industry, do you ever feel worried about catching a STI or worse on set? You know what? I do. I'm totally safe, I'll be honest. Um, I don't have, if I'm shooting a lot, which means in my off time, I'm not having any sex. In my personal life, it's just like, 
I, if the person's not in the industry, I make them get tested and, and all that, and I'm very safe. It's just considerate because this, I would be damned if I would, you know, fuck up with my other coworkers. Do I get scared about it? Yeah, because not, not everyone's that like that, you know? Like what they do on their off time, they do. We get tested every two weeks. So who, I don't know what you're doing on your off days on your two weeks. Um, it's something that's not talked about. Has have I met a lot of performers that contacted SBs multiple times? Yes. Have I personally contacted them? Thankfully, no. You know? So it's kind of a crapshoot. You are and yourself kind of throwing yourself, you know, in a dungeon lair, but you're just hoping you work with people that have been in it and have the maturity enough not to fuck around when they're off and take it seriously. That's why for me, I'm a little older. I do like to shoot with talent that's been around and take it seriously instead of someone that's just, I'm in it for two months and I'm out. That's like 19. But that's just me, you know? It's time for the great condom debate. What's your opinion right. on whether condoms should or should not be used in productions? Um, I don't think they should. I personally, for me, it's a mood killer. I totally respect the reason why people do it. But for me, it kills it. kind of kills it. Hmm? Um, like I said, you kind of go on the braces that people... These days, now that disease is going on, you hope that they're responsible. Do people, do I overall think people want to see condoms? No. No, most people don't, you know? And it's just kind of, I don't. I personally don't. So, like I said, I'm being safe and going to go about it, you know? Absolutely. I want to talk about race in the industry. As an Asian woman in the adult industry, What's your opinion on Asian-themed productions? There are some productions out there that really tilt the I line between, like, yeah. I mean, well, you can I continue on. Yes, I think it's really awful. You know, I'm not the quite enough Asian, so it's to typecast me is really stupid for myself. You know, because I think people that know me know I'm not that type of girl. But, yeah, I've been typecasting many times, and I do my best, and I do the massage thing and all that. Um, like I said, if it's convincing, then great. I think you have to, to typecast for, like, an Asian thing, I think you really have to look Asian. Does that make sense? You have to be really petite for it to be convincing, because it's, like, people that have that fetish, if you're going to do it, do it right. Mm-hmm. You know? Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. It, really, it does. Take that girl that fits that mold, you know? Because in, it, you know, in reality, that audience that goes for that wants to see that. Hmm? So you reference the stereotypes used in the productions. What about the titles that they give some of the DVDs and the websites? Uh, uh, the titles, I think porn titles are silly, you know? You know, they're just pretty silly, and in the end, people just want to see what they get to jerk off to. Well, if I can make your dick hard, and then it makes your dick hard. And really, are you really looking at titles? You know, I don't care if you're into the most random shit. If you're into it, you'll watch it. 
And do you, and if I honestly, after you nutted, can you look at the title and tell me what it is? Probably not. You know? So titles, yeah, they're cheesy. But hey, you know, it's floppy cocksucker. You know what? Number six, you're, you know what you're getting. Do I think they, they're cheesy? Yes. But they get to the point. And at the end of the day, I think whoever, you just want to get your rocks off. That's the industry. So don't put too much, don't poo-poo the industry for titling it stupid. That's kind of like such an insignificant part of the whole process is the title. That's why they're stupid. Is there any competition among female performers in the industry? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, um, for me, it's not. Um because my stuff's just all over the place. I know for other girls, yes. And working with other female talent, there's a lot of cattiness, you know? Um, you know, I guess, I'm not a name dropper, but it's crazy. There have been girls that I work uh, tatted up. They're secretly trying to, they secretly hate the other girl that's tatted up, you know? Or she's an anal queen, secretly hate that so but i think women are very catty in the industry yes not all a lot hmm? so in that aspect i don't i stay away from it because hmm? i'm like I, I don't know i'm all about being equal opportunities you know what you brand yourself a certain way it doesn't matter how you look that's you you put yourself out there in the social media that's you you know so, and if if, it, if that is confusing to the audience, then you're really not being too original. You know? I like that answer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Therefore, for me, in, in this industry, you're, you are your own competition. There shouldn't be other competition because, essentially, you you are your own brand. You brand yourself a certain way, you know? It's very true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is there a misconception or myth about performers that you would like to dispel? Um, obviously, there is the myth of porn girls. Um, and I, I get this because I work on the other side of it, the fetish side. A lot of fetish people don't like that I do porn. Porn people don't like I do fetish. Um, that porn girls are dingy, all on drugs, you know, and obviously, yeah, that's the common answer. I'm like, I've been sober for two years and I have a, P, you know, a bachelor's in bio. And, you know, and I'm very safe about my stuff and a lot of misconceptions these porn girls are dirty. In reality, they're cleaner than regular women. They get themselves checked out they're in the business they respect their bodies you know so they don't go sleep around and they don't whore you know and if they did more power to them but the ones that do escort are very safe about it you know because in the, you know essentially like why would you put yourself in harm's way you're out of out of business for like what two weeks a month and a lot of girls are very conscientious about that and male performers mm-hmm. 
So in my personal and private life, a lot of the adult entertainers are more, it's more safe to hook out with, we'll hook up with someone in the industry than not. Mm-hmm. So you'll find people in the industry, they'll, even in their personal life, yeah, they hook up, get together, whatever, have fun, and but they keep it in that circle because there's that guideline of safety and respect for sex as performance and an art. Mm-hmm. Is there an aspect of the adult industry that you do not enjoy? Um, I don't enjoy that a lot of young girls get into it and they get very taken advantage of. There's a lot of fake casting calls by agents, you know, and they're like technically being taken advantage of. They'll do, they get lowballed on rates. And like I said, these aren't just new performers. They're from the Midwest, just got in the business. They're doing gangbangs for like $500, you know, because, hey, they just had a, we're working in the movie theater, you know, and had no one to tell them that's not right. So it's a lot of the youth. That's what I got out of it. I just wanted to mature a little bit and just kind of get a little more world experience. If you're young, great. Be smart about it, though. Do your research. Be smart about it, because if you're not, you'll get taken advantage of and basically sent out. And, you know, to be honest, we're getting real. A lot of these agencies do pimp you out. You know? You know, whether it's in escorting as well. And I'm just going to say it throw it out there. A lot, a lot of agencies do do escort services. I'm going to get some shit for it, but I'm going to say it. They are like glorified pimps. Hmm? Not all, but yeah. You know? So, that's, that's my beef with it. And unless you're, a, you know, you're 18 and get it. I love that teen aspect. Just girls, do your research, please, because you shouldn't look at your rates, go on the computer, go through it, because there's no such thing as you have to fucking agent to get in the business. And unfortunately, a lot of agencies or agents could go, oh, I'm, a, I'm an agent, and they don't do their research. You, you don't have to do that shit, you know? So, I hope that was a little clarity. <laughs> I appreciate the honesty and the candor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Moving away from the serious questions, it's time to have a little pillow talk, and let's talk candidly about sex and sexuality. And I want to start Mm -hmm. off this set of questions by talking about the girl-girl scenes that you've done. Do you enjoy having sex with women? I love having sex with women that love women. How about that? I don't enjoy doing scenes with women that do it for the money, but don't enjoy the female form. I love women, you know, so, and there you go. Like, for me, I have to perform with a woman that genuinely likes women. Hmm? Yeah, I think but it's pretty I obvious if, when if you a have woman a woman does that doesn't it for the, like it. Yeah, it's, you could see it on camera. You can see it on camera, and it just makes it for a little, really unpleasant shoot, and for me, it's all about, let's just make some good quality porn, you know? So, if you're not into it, don't do it. Why? Because the viewers can see it. 
Mm-hmm. And and your fellow talent is gonna know. So you know, don't 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 just do it for the money. Do things you're comfortable with. Hmm. I hate using labels, but um, mm-hmm. would you label yourself bisexual? Would you just say that you're sexually fluid? I'm bisexual. Yeah. Okay. I'm bisexual. Mm-hmm. Um, for bisexual, but it's funny. Um, with women, I'm dominant, and with men, I'm more submissive. Mm-hmm. But that's just me. Mm-hmm. For the fans that are tuning in and that are dying to know, are you currently mm-hmm. seeing anyone? No, <laughs> I work. I work too much. I'm bicoastal. So, have I tried? Yes. Has it succeeded? No. In and out of the industry, whoever the guy was. Hmm? Okay. So, would you do you find trying to have a romantic relationship while being in the industry a bit difficult? It's, for me, it's totally, um, totally impossible. Huh? Short term, yeah. Even um, for me, I do disassociate work from my life. You know, Kimmy is. My work, and don't get me wrong, there are reflections of myself in there. But when I get off set, I'm like, hey, I like to be like this, the other average Joe. I like movies, you know, and all this. So when I'm off work, I'm myself, which is, yeah, there's Kimmy in there, but there's a difference, you know? And does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's yeah, Kimmy, so. the porn performer, and then there's Kimmy and there's me, off the, camera. So yeah, off camera, totally different. You know, so when I I know honestly used to tell people like I haven't off had off cam sex, I feel like a virgin. Yeah, <laughs> when I shoot a lot, yeah, because I take my work pretty seriously, and if I'm shooting, I'm shooting. You know, all the time for horseshit or drama. So. Which, as an adult performer, it's totally hard. It's totally hard to have a relationship. And those who say it's not, I don't know. You know what? I'm happy for you. That's great. You know, there's there's people like Tori Black and Mind Freak. I think they are the most adorable couple ever. They generally love each other. And there's a total understanding. And for me, that relationship in the industry is like what you want to hit. Hmm? And I've seen them together, and I'm like, holy shit, you know? Totally, 100% open relation, not open with themselves, open with the sexuality, but clearly there's a separation between their home life and work. Mm-hmm, definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In your opinion, what part of your body is the sexiest and why? Um, it's by my pussy. I honestly think it's my pussy. Bam. And I know people... <laughs> people don't say it, but my pussy's cute. It's not all roast beefy and all over the place. Shout and out to roast beefy. <laughs> roast beef flap. Don't like it. I'm sorry. Even no me. No meat curtains. I, huh? Don't be no meat. No meat flaps. No meat curtains. And I know. I think it's an Asian stigma. Asian pussy's tight. I know for a fact. I know I fucked hundreds of dudes. They're always like, your shit's still tight. And I'm like, amen. <laughs> well, because there you go. There you go. The mysteries yes. of the East, of the Far East. 
Yeah, the Far East. Asian vagina. Very tight. Not slanty assholes. Tight. <laughs> <laughs> and on the flip side, in your opinion, what part of the male body is the sexiest and why? Um, totally stupid question for me. It, you have a brain. He's smart. I mean, I know it's not physical. Like I said, for me, I'm a, I'm a very mental human being. Like, a guy that could just get me, just talking to me, I'm like, all right. Mm-hmm. Because, like I said, a lot of guys can have this or that. But in the end, as I'm getting older, you know, I'm more mental. When I was younger, I would be like, yeah, I have a big, big dick and not a lip pussy and da-da-da. So, it just changes, you know, with age. I think what you like, and I think for all the young people out there, you'll be shocked what 10 years from now what you're going to be into. Hmm? How old were you when you saw a porn film for the first time? 11. 11. Yeah. Um, my dad, the funny part is, my dad had the biggest porn collection I've ever seen. No, oh, a man. Funny. And he had this porn chest, and as a kid from 8 o'clock, he's like, don't ever, it's locked. I'm like, what's in this chest? So from 7 to 10, I'm looking for a key whenever he's at home. I finally found it at 11, and literally, like, was automatically, like, hooked every day at 11 years old to watching porn before my dad got home from work. Literally, I'd get my rocks off, run, he'd come over, put it away, lock the door, Take the key in its hiding place and just, but that was just me ever since. It just kind of, okay, you know, I was just totally fascinated since I was a kid and I saw Playboys when I was six and totally like it was, that was it, you know, always been very just, just drawn towards the, the, you know, sex and all that. Hmm? A sexual deviant was born. And the sexual deviant was born. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, I was exposed to it young, attractive and very young. Ah, so fucking lutely, you know? And always kept that attraction ever since. And now it's just, like I said, it just keeps, as you get older, as a, as a woman, your sexual peak just heightens. As you, I'm in my late 20s, and it's just like, holy shit, I thought I was a pervert when I was young. <laughs> and I was like, you want all the time, hence, like, I do love milk porn because it's like those women love it, as you know. They love it. They love getting fucked, huh? And they don't just do it because, oh, you know, for film. They generally are having a good time, you know, on set. And it shows on camera. Not that teens don't like it either, but it's, it's, a two, it's two different markets. Hmm? I think teen porn's about, like, you're excited by the newness of it. You know, and then I think milk porn is about you're excited just about the rawness of it. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's two different markets. Mm-hmm. Tell me something quirky about yourself that most people don't know. Um, quirky. Um, I'm a total loner. Total loner. And people don't think that, and I'm really not, um, yeah, I'm a big dork. 
like I'm a big dork. <laughs> I watch a lot of like history, sci-fi, and I do keep to myself a lot. Um, you know, just cause you know it is what it is, and it needs a security thing or a safety factor. But a lot of these, a lot of people are bullshit in general, and. So I do just kind of handle my business and keep to my own and keep my circle really small, you know, and those those that I do let my circle are people that I've known for years. Describe yourself in 10 words or less. Um, okay. Sexually demon, socially awkward, um, incredibly honest, brutally crude and um totally chill (laughs) is that good i like it okay that was good right now i have a list of uh pop culture oriented questions that are designed to allow the listeners and your fans that are tuning in to get to know some of your favorites so uh, the first one in the set of five questions is uh, what are five of your most favorite television shows television shows um i love right now i love better call Saul. i love game of thrones um I love intervention because I am a recovering addict. I love, and I still love the classics. I love um, American Dad. And I'm to throw another one, obviously. And I love, um, I love Bates Motel, I guess. Or free, uh, American Horror Story. Mm-hmm. Good choices. Mm-hmm. Who are four of your all-time favorite music artists? Uh, I'm a classic rockhead. Um, honestly, let's see. Radiohead, the Black Keys, Zeppelin, the Beatles, and Pink Floyd. What are three of your most favorite films? Films, Goodfellas, Pulp Fiction, Lost in Translation. What are two foods you can't live without? Um, chili cheese fries and anything fried. <laughs> nice. Yeah. And what is one of your guilty pleasures? Guilty pleasures? I love it food-wise or? Just in general. I mean, it could be a food item. It could be just anything in general that would be considered a guilty pleasure for you. Um, guilty pleasures in the food business. Um, so I do watch what I eat because I grew up very chubby. So, on Sunday, yeah, I totally binge eat. So, I will get a pizza, a whole pizza. And I know girls in the industry have said, you know, yeah, you have to watch your body and stuff. So, a lot of girls can vouch for that. Sunday is like cheat day. You got to have one cheat day. Hmm? And when I cheat, I cheat dirty. You're going <laughs> to do it, commit. <laughs> I wouldn't expect well, anything less from you, Kimmy Lee. All right. As we start wrapping things up, I've got to ask, what's next for Kimmy Lee? What's uh, coming out in the horizon uh, the next that uh, everyone should be looking forward to? Honestly, a lot of shoot from a lot of stuff from Kink. I'm gonna go out there and shoot a lot, so you're gonna see me up north a lot in the next couple months, and probably for a while, because as you know, I'm sorry, Vanilla. I always comment. I'm a sweat. I do both, you know. So I'm, try- I'm, you know, I'm beginning to more that side of it. Mm-hmm. 
There's a lot of kink. Exciting. Yeah. And really, who eats vanilla every day? Very true. <laughs> mm-hmm. How can your fans reach you? Where can they find you on the web, social media, all the goodies? Uh, you know what? Right now, I'm just doing Twitter. Obviously, I'm just working on my clip stars, so go Twitter at Kimmy Lee Triple X. Um, I do do Skype, do a lot of that. So just email directly. It's all on my Twitter. Um, and I do, I do love my fans, and I do respond. And to all those fans that I don't, it's because honestly, I'm shooting a lot, and I, like I said, I do make that pretty. Yeah, I clarify. I, I love my fans. They're fucking great. You know why? Because they're all scattered just like me. <laughs> you know? So, hey, if you're going to follow me, you got to be pretty open-minded. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Well, this does bring us to the end of our interview. Is there anything that you'd like mm-hmm. to say to your fans and supporters that are tuning in right now? Yeah, um, I do. I fucking love you guys. You guys rock. Um, ever since I came back, everyone's just super, just awesome. You know, it's nice to come home after, you know, I was shooting during my birthday to go home and get, like, gifts and just all the love. And, you know, I love, I do what I do because I love it. I do it more because of my fans. So I do some crazy shit because, yeah, I do like it. I throw myself totally into it for you guys. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Because well, you totally appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Trust me, we all appreciate it. You are awesome. And I certainly want to thank you so much for the interview, Kimmy. Oh, thank you. It's been fucking awesome. Bobby Chulo. Fantastic. <laughs> and, you yeah. know, whenever you want to come back, the door is open for an additional interview. So whenever you want to come back and chat about you, what you've been up to with me and fill the listeners and your fans in on what you've been up to, you're more than welcome to. All right. Sounds good. We'll definitely do. Sounds good. And listeners, I also want to thank you for tuning into In Bed with Poppy Chulo. Tune in for brand new episodes of In Bed with Poppy Chulo every Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. You can download this episode and many more by visiting poppychuloradio.com forward slash archives. Registered users will gain access to the Poppy Chulo Radio archives of previously aired broadcasts. Kimmy Lee and I would like to wish you and yours a wonderful night. Good night, listeners. All right, Rob, one out and rock. Good night. Thanks for listening to In Bed with Bobby Chulo. To contact us with any of your questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns, email us at contact at poppychuloradio.com or leave us a voicemail at 305-515-8620. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter by going to twitter.com slash poppychuloradio and like us on Facebook by visiting facebook.com slash poppychuloradio. Be sure to listen again next week as we continue to showcase exclusive interviews with the adult industry's most popular female performers. This is Ben Patrick Johnson saying good night and have a wonderful week.